0: Hello, David W. Ives here with the Praise Win broadcast, reminding you that you could go to thepraisewin.com website where you'll find messages preached in various churches, CDs of original compositions, and Christian literature. Shame in your heart, but how could your tiny part add up to disasters that seem so out of control? And you feel that shame on your face. I know Jesus erases The deeds and intentions You'd rather never be known And my sin stacked high as a mountain My sin flows out to the sea might in a sea of forgetfulness, and your sin, along with mine, buried for all time, long ago and forgotten in the sea. Now you may think you've gone too far But you're not the measuring bar It hangs on that cross once again To be scorned just for you So set your mind at rest Jesus is not impressed Your worst is nothing He has not seen before And my sin stacked high as a mountain My sin flows out to the sea My sin in a sea of forgetfulness And your sin along with mine Buried for all time Long ago and forgotten Even those deeds that were rotting Long ago and forgotten in the sea. We have a water board that oversees the well that supplies our whole community with good, clean, clear water. I once served on that board and in it was amazing to me how for granted people take good clear clean water they forget all about it until it's gone it is very important for us to have good clear clean water in the old testament abraham went through the land and everywhere he would settle down he would dig a well And that well would supply the blessing that would keep that community going. The livestock would be well watered. The crops would be well tended to, and they would grow up and prosper. And the whole community would prosper. Well, Abraham became old, and he passed away. And his son Isaac was now the leader of God's people. He had the same blessing on his life that his father did. It was the same God who had called these people his own. And yet he didn't quite have the strength of his father, Abraham. And in Genesis 26 and 18, Isaac digged again the wells of water which they had digged in the days of Abraham his father, for the Philistines had stopped them after the death of Abraham. And he called their names after the names by which his father had called them. You see, Isaac wanted to honor his father and go back to those wells, redig them. The enemy did not respect Isaac the way they did Abraham. And they came and they dumped all kinds of rocks and dirt and mud and all manner of things in there to clog them up and keep that blessing from flowing to God's people. And keep them from prospering like they did in the days of Abraham. So Isaac honored his father and went back to unclog those wells. And he went to the first well and he dug it back up. Now, I don't mind telling you, I think that redigging a well has got to be harder than digging it the first time. Nevertheless, this was the well that Abraham had digged, and so Isaac was going to redeem this. But the enemy came back, and the Bible says they contended with Isaac. And Isaac did not know how to stand up for himself or God's people, so he moved to the next well. And again, the enemy came back and contended with him. Even though he was prospering, he picked up stakes, and he went to the next area. And this went on again and again. Every time he would begin to prosper, the enemy would come along and contend with him, and he would go to the next well. The 26th chapter of Genesis says that he sat down and he had a chat with God, and God spoke to him. He had a blessed conversation with God. And after that, he stayed in the place where his father had dug the well and the people of God prospered and he didn't run away this time Isaac learned what many of God's people have not learned that eventually you do have to take a stand and you do have to oppose your enemy to fight for what God has provided for you how many times people say what happened how did I lose that job how did I lose my house? How did I lose my relationship? How did I lose my health? How did I lose that blessing? What happened? You see, it's very deceptive. As Christians, we know that we're to bless and curse not. We're not supposed to be fussing with people. And so we don't go out and fight the forces that are causing problems in your life whether it be ill health financial problem behind that there's the real enemy you see in our society we forget that there's an enemy behind the enemy we think we see the enemy but there's an enemy behind that enemy jesus said bless and curse not forgive if they strike you on one side of the cheek turn that cheek before you harm someone who's built in the image of god just like you are turn the other cheek get the idea that we're not supposed to fight back no we are to fight back just the real enemy paul said it this way for we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities against powers against the rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places. Paul was trying to show that there's a spiritual enemy. Your real enemy's name is Satan. The Bible says he fell from heaven like a bolt of lightning, and ever since then he's been the enemy of mankind. For those people who will choose Jesus, and for those people who will resist satan and resist the powers of darkness they are the ones that prosper and continue to prosper their blessing doesn't get away from them you see when the enemy comes to stop up your well with resentment anger selfishness depression self-centeredness we can resist these things and we can put jesus first and Let the water continue to be available in the well. Psalms 36 and 9 says, For with thee is the fountain of life, and thy light shall we see light. In other words, when we're drinking from the fountain of life, from the living water, then we understand. We have light. We're not confused. We know what to do. Isaiah 55 and one says it this way. Ho, everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters. And he that has no money, come ye buy and eat. Yes, come buy wine and milk without money and without price. In other words, our blessing, the true water of life comes from God and you don't need money for it. You just need to come. You just need to keep the well open. So many times people get angry with God and turn away because their blessing is stopped up. That's exactly what the enemy wants you to do. He wants you just to go away and start over somewhere else. But in the day of trouble, if we will turn to our God and not allow the enemy to pollute the well if we will stay humble before God, if we will continue to be a blessing to our neighbors, to our family, then the well of water will continue to flow and what seemed like a disaster will be turned into a blessing. John seven thirty eight, Jesus said this, He that believeth on me, as the Scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water, there's a fountain on the inside of you. Oh, yeah. You may not think that you're a believer, but you were created to have a fountain of living water on the inside of you. The only thing it needs to be done is that that well needs to get unstopped. You can go before the Lord here today and you can say, help me, Lord. I believe that. In you. I believe that you are the Son of God. I believe that you did die on the cross for my sin. I believe that you are the King of the universe, and I want to treat you as such. I want to begin to live by your principles. And next thing you know, the fountain of living water that God created on the inside of you will begin to flow forth. You will begin to understand. You will begin to see. Selfishness will be far from you. Bitterness will be far from you. Depression, confusion will be far from you. And you will begin to flow in the things of God. You will know joy you will know contentment, and you will understand who your real enemies are, and you can resist the idea that you should oppose people that God has put in your life just because they appear to be an enemy. That person that you think is your enemy is not your enemy. I just want to encourage you today, understand that God has placed a well of water on the inside of you, pure, clear living water that springs forth out of you as you believe on him, as you turn to him and as you worship him, as you praise him, that water will prosper you. That water will flow into your crops and into your livestock and into your projects and into the things that matter to you. And you will see life begin to spring up when you thought everything was dead and stinking. I hope this has been an encouragement to you today. I hope that you will accept that Jesus Christ is the fountain of living water and he's on the inside of you waiting to be attended to, waiting to be accepted, waiting to be honored. God bless you today. Lord Jesus, we pray your blessing on each of us We ask that you be Lord in our lives. We ask, Lord God, that you show yourself strong to the believer and the unbeliever alike. We look to you to keep that blessing flowing in our lives, Lord. And we ask all of this in Jesus' name.